and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one humble page of Talmud every day. In today's page, Megillah 31, we come across a very quizzical statement. It's short, but it's so profound. Have a listen. Rabbi Yochanan said, Wherever you find a reference in the Bible to the might of the Holy One, blessed be He, you also find a reference to His humility adjacent to it. I read the statement, and it moved me, of course, but then I also got thinking, how precisely does it work? I mean, the Bible is full with tales of the glorious God Almighty, all-powerful, often smiting. What does humility have to do with it? How precisely does that work? So to answer this question, I have the pleasure of welcoming to the show one of my favorite religious thinkers, leaders, and theologians. He's Sheikh Fayaz Jafar of NYU's Islamic Center. Sheikh Jafar, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm really struggling with this. I mean, humility is a heck of an adjective to attach to the greatest of all beings. How do you understand this, and how does your tradition, the Islamic tradition, understand the question of the greatness of humility and of humility's sort of divine order? Yeah, I think that that's a really interesting question, and actually, you know, very profound. You know, from the from the quotation that you read earlier, the first thought that came to my mind is that naturally, I believe that in the society that we live in today, our perception of God is probably so different than what it should be, and particularly speaking for Muslims, Muslims in America, or really Muslims all across the world, perhaps, when we hear Islam being preached from the pulpit or, you know, certain verses of the Quran oft being quoted, they always speak again to that sort of majestic nature of God. To the extent that we drill home and really drowned by a lot of terminologies that I believe that seek toward inducing fear of God into our perception of understanding religion, faith, or even ourselves. Uh, and in reality, in the Quran, for instance, every single chapter, there's 114 chapters, and every single one of these chapters, with the exception of one, begins with a statement in which God states, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, in God's name, the most compassionate, the most merciful. And names like mercy, compassion, humility, like you mentioned, uh, generous, caring, loving, they speak toward a different side of God than that very majestic, authoritative, all-omnipotent, all-hearing, all-seeing creator, which of course Muslims believe and many other religious traditions believe that of course he is. But it's super important at the same time to find and to really strike that balance, like you said, that adjacent nature of God that's often proclaimed alongside his authority. He could just be an authoritative creator that commands us to stand and to bow and to prostrate and to be submissive and to be at his service. And I believe that that is an important component of faith and of religion and of personal as well as communal spirituality. But at the same time, the notion of God being humble to his creation draws us to building out a relationship that's a bit more intimate, that's a bit more loving, that's a bit more you know, closer to, to God. And so how do we operationalize this? How do we take this profound insight and issue sort of daily remembrance of, of this importance of this humility, of this mercy, of, of these wonderful attributes that you speak of? 
balance. And, and maybe I'll provide that with a little bit of an example. I have two daughters. They are six and four. If I tell them in a very authoritative way that you have to do this because I'm your father, naturally, they may be inclined to doing it because they're scared or because they know that they have to just be obedient. Or on the other side, as parents, we'll often tell our children, give them orders, but in a way that's a little bit more you know, gentle, so to say. Or in other words, by humbling ourselves, even in front of our children, in the hope that we get what we want, but at the same time, they also feel included. And they also feel embraced in our gentle love and mercy and care and compassion that we demonstrate to them. And there's more potential when we speak to our children, our work colleagues, those who might even work under us, if there's a sense of hierarchy in our professions, if we engage in a way whereby we are humbling ourselves to those in front of us, there's more inclination again toward building a sense of closeness. And so when we talk about how this can be understood in terms of our practical relationship with God, we need to find this balance between I am a servant, I am at the utter and absolute state of servitude and abject servitude in front of God. And this is what we believe within the Islamic tradition. But on the flip side, there are going to be other moments in ritual prayer by performance of supplication, what are known as dua, in which we communicate with God as if we are speaking to him like a really close, intimate friend. And they were many a time, we're just telling him like, oh God, like I want more money. I want to have children. I want to get married. I want this to happen. And how can we build that relationship with someone who is so authoritative over us, but then speak to him in such a way by saying, give me this or give me that or give me X or Y or Z. It's almost rude. But God opens that door for us. In the Quran, in a famous verse, he states that when you call upon me, know that I am near and I respond to you. Again, in order to keep that door open, so to find that balance virtually, I think is really, really important in terms of building out our individual a relationship with our Creator. Sheikh Jafar, as we say in Yiddish, Inshallah, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.